Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Ah, Chris Cruzy, our own Chris, with that summer song. Talking dog days of summer there, but doesn't feel like the dog days of summer as we're getting rolling with the morning chores here on Wax 104.5. Scott with you this morning. Right now, anyway, it doesn't feel like the dog days of summer. 57 degrees here in Eau Claire and 58 in La Crosse. 50 over in Marshfield. My beautiful weather reporter up on Iron Ridge says it's 53. But it is summer, and let me tell you, summer is expected to return hot and heavy in the next few days here. We'll see what happens. But for now, let's get rolling. There's plenty to, plenty to do this morning with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Who couldn't use a love song? Scott rolling on with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. It's 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 FM radio in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's hear some world and national news. NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. Joe Biden is holding a commanding lead ahead of the November presidential election. Brian Shook has the numbers. The presumptive Democratic nominee has an 11-point advantage over President Trump in a new national poll by NBC News and The Wall Street Journal. The same survey also found only 42% approve of Trump's job in the White House. It shows many voters are unhappy with his handling of the coronavirus pandemic and race relations. On a positive note for the president, 54% approved of his job with the economy. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey promising to get to the bottom of exactly how some of the most prominent accounts were hacked on Wednesday. Posts promised to follow doublers' money if they paid $1,000. Among those targeted, Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Jeff Bezos, and Elon Musk. Verified Twitter accounts were taken offline for a good chunk of the evening. Dorsey called it a tough day and said the crew feels terrible that it happened. Democrats are hoping the Senate will pass the HEROES Act, a COVID response package that cleared the House two months ago. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says it will provide money to schools and families during the ongoing pandemic. She said the U.S. is still behind when it comes to testing capability and personal protective equipment for frontline workers. Pelosi argued that schools cannot open without a real plan to ensure the safety of students and teachers. Two more parents are getting time behind bars in the college cheating scandal. A California mother who used to work for the Treasury Department was sentenced to five weeks. She hired someone to take online classes for her son. A former football star from Canada was also given 90 days for having somebody take the SATs for his sons. And Joanna Cole, the author of the Magic School Bus books, is dead. She died Sunday at the age of 75. She created the popular children's book saga with illustrator Bruce Deegan in 1986. Born in New Jersey, Cole published her first book in 1971. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Marie Caguda in Thorpe invites you and your family to take a tour. They take pride in modern family farming and handcrafting their award-winning Marie Caguda cheese. Tour the milking parlor, the barn, and the creamery and witness their passion. And when you're done, take the family for a delightful meal at Cafe Duchess and experience the flavors of Marie Caguda. Tour times are Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. and again at 1 p.m. Marie Caguda, 200 West Liberty Drive in Thorpe. Agriculture. It's a Wisconsin way of life. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 
5.03 a.m. here at Wax 104.5 in the Midwest Farm Report. And, oh, do we appreciate Marika Gouda at Thorpe and R.J. Construction down in Whitehall, R.J. Jarowski Construction down in Whitehall, both of which are sponsors of our Best in Show promo. We, of course, don't have fairs going on, but we are inviting you to show your show animal and yourself on our website, Go to 20inarowwax.com, go to the Midwest Farm Report page, scroll down, you'll see the best of show ad, click on that, and upload a photo of you and your animal, and you'll have a chance to win $25 gift certificates from Marika Gouda at Thorpe. Quick look at some of the weather. Eau Claire, here we have 57 degrees. La Crosse has 58. Marshfield's at 50. Green Bay, 60. Rice Lake, 55. Wausau, 53. Madison is at 64. In Milwaukee, is at a toasty 68. My beautiful weather reporter up on Iman Ridge says it's 53 degrees there. Well, a cooler day is likely to end today. Cooler temperatures, that is, likely to end today with highs reaching in the mid-80s. It should be a sunny day today, but with the potential for an occasional shower in the far northwest area of our listening area. And then heat and humidity is expected to return tomorrow through the weekend. Today we're looking at a high of 85 with a low of this 57. Friday, a high of 88 with a low of 70. And Saturday, a high of 92 with a low of 68. Dude, Shum and Shays is having a job fair. You coming? They pay up to 15 bucks an hour. Benefits are dope. And they're hiring right away. Did you drop your phone in a lake? Opportunity is calling. Don't miss out. Earn up to $15 an hour. Where are you? Schumann Cheese in Fall Creek has immediate openings. Come to the Schumann Cheese Job Fair at the North Pavilion at Riverview Park in Eau Claire, July 28th from noon to 6. How much money would you like to save just by doing something you're already doing? How about 40%? With Allstate, safe drivers can save 40% just by doing something they're already doing. Driving safe. That's right, 40% just by driving safe. Visit Allstate.com or call a local agent for a quote today and see just how much you can save when you drive safe with Allstate. Not available in every state. Savings vary and based on drive-wise and other safe driving discounts. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35 years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Heading out and up that barn alley with the Wax 104.5 Midwest Farm Report. Scott with you this morning. Let's have a look at the morning markets. Cash livestock, fed beef steers are at 97 to 101 and a half with mixed 90 to 96 and a quarter. Fed beef heifers at 93 and a quarter to 98 and a half with mixed 73 to 93. Fed Holstein steers are at 87 to 93 and three quarters with select and choice 70 to 87 and three quarters. Cows are at 43 to 68 and a half. Bulls, 50 to 92. On the hog side, butcher hogs are at 15 and down. Sows, 12 to 15. And boars, 5 and down. New crop market lambs are at 150 to 172 and a half. Old crop lambs, 130 to 135. And feeder lambs are at 175 to 255. On the livestock futures, live cattle for August are at one one oh one thirty. That's up two fifty. 
October 101.55, up 145. December 101.17, up 102. And February 111.67, up 75 cents. Feeder cattle for August are at 139.42, up 270. September 139.55, up 207. October 140.50, up 180. And November 140.140, up a buck 85. Lean hogs for July are at 47.32, that's up 52 cents. August 50.15, up 22 cents. October 49.42, down a quarter. And December 51 even, down 22 cents. A first look at the dairy markets. Barrels of cheese ended yesterday at 242. That was steady. 40 pound blocks at 280 were down 19. Grade AA butter at 116 and a quarter is down five and a quarter. The class three milk futures gave back a little bit again yesterday. July is at 2431, down three. August 2234, down 75. September 1948 down 75 and October 1785 down 55 and those prices are down through February February Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance Rural Mutual Insurance Keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual is the number one farm insurer in Wisconsin for a good reason. As a company founded by farmers, they understand the ag industry and its challenges. Local agents offer farm families the best advice and personalized coverage. Visit RuralMutual.com to find an agent near you. Rural Mutual Insurance. Keeping Wisconsin strong. Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's hypnosis seminar February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's weight loss seminar. She lost 18 pounds, and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day, and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, Crazy. Enjoying exercising? Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again. My blood pressure went down and I've got so much energy. So much energy. And look great. Your habits are out of control. With hypnosis, create new healthy habits. Join America's hypnotist Mark Patrick live online. Interactive weight loss or stop smoking hypnosis seminar. Only $49.99 for the greater Eau Claire area will be held live July 22nd and 25th in the comfort safety of your own home. Go to Mark Patrick patrickseminars.com and register now. At Wall-to-Wall Carpet One in Eau Claire, they're here to help with that home project you've been waiting to do. Come in now during the Save Big Shop Small Sale, and you can get up to $1,000 off and zero interest for 18 months. Wall-to-Wall Carpet One is here to help you find the perfect floor for your lifestyle in a comfortable neighborhood setting, or they'll meet virtually by private appointment or in the comfort of your own home. Wall-to-wall Carpet One. They're back, and they're excited to meet you. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 11 minutes past 5 as we roll on with the morning chores here at Wax 104.5. Let's take coronavirus relief checks 
four farmers should be arriving in the mailboxes within the next couple of days. Wisconsin Agriculture Secretary-designee Randy Romanski said yesterday that the payments have been mailed Tuesday and were to be direct deposited yesterday for farmers who chose that payment option. The goal was to get the payments out to farmers as soon as possible, Romanski said. Governor Tony Evers had directed to farmers $50 million in federal coronavirus relief funds received by the state. Farmers were eligible for payments ranging from $1,000 to $3,500. And our Pam Yankee caught up with the state ag secretary-designee Randy Romanski yesterday and got a wrap-up on the program, including the news that there probably is going to be another uh, similar payment coming through in August. Well, we had almost 15,000 applications that came into the Department of Revenue, so that's, that's clearly there's a lot of need out there, and there was a lot of interest in the program. Um, the, uh, the Department of Revenue is still working through some of the eligibility issues on, some of the, uh, on a few of those yet, so we don't know what the final number of applicants uh, are at this point. But we do feel comfortable in saying that, number one, dollars are going out the door for people who have applied. One of the things we set up, Pam, is that there was going to be a sliding scale based off a of minimum or a maximum. But based off the number of applicants that were received and, and the, the amount of funding that Governor Evers made available, Every applicant, every eligible applicant who applied during this first round will receive $3,500. So it got to the point where everybody who uh, applied and was considered eligible will receive that top amount in this round of funding. Outstanding. Now, the other thing that we want to point out is uh, this has been a successful first round, and the farmers that qualified are going to be happy to get that money that quickly. But you're working in conjunction with the Department of Revenue for another sign-up. Tell me about that, Randy, and why you felt uh, it was the right thing to do. That's correct. There will be a second application period starting next month. Uh, We don't have all the details finalized yet, Pam, but a few things I can tell you. Uh, we've already had a conversation with the Department of Revenue, and after they get through the tax processing season, which they are in the thick of right now, um, that the application window will be August 10th through the 24th. So everybody should be prepared for that. It's it's a little ways out into the future, but we're going to do some additional outreach with uh, the organizations representing farmers, much like we have in the past, to make sure that they can get the word out to the members. Very similar application structure and format as the first round. Uh, and the, the, the groups uh, requested $50 million. Governor Evers provided $50 million. This first round, even with all the interest that was, uh, that was uh, indicated by the number of applications, there is still uh, funding available to do a second round. And again, the goal is to expend these dollars on behalf of farmers in, in light of the impacts of COVID-19. In this case, we would expect with that application window of August 10th through the 24th, uh, Department of Revenue is already saying that payments could be expected to go out in mid-September. And again, the expectation for those is that they'd be on a sliding scale. Do we have any idea how much money will be remaining after the first round of payments are issued, Randy, to split up, I guess we'd say, uh, between applicants on the second round? It's, it's unknown at this point, uh, Pam, but we're expecting that there will be about nine to ten million dollars remaining in the uh, in the Agriculture Cares Act funding. Um, so uh, we need to get that final number first, and then based off of the amount of funding that's available, 
the minimum and maximum of the scale, the sliding scale, will be determined on the amount of, of funding that's available. But uh, we do know right now that payments overall will not be as large in that second round as they were in the first round because there's less money available this time. Absolutely understandable. Wisconsin Ag Secretary Denis Randy Romanski along with us. If you're just joining us, again, if you qualified for the initial round of the Wisconsin Farm Support Program, the check is in the mail or the direct deposit is happening. And the good news for those of you that were feeling a little left out in the uh, minimums for the uh, qualifications. Looks like you're going to get another chance beginning August 10th through the 24th to sign up for uh, some of the remaining funds. Gross farm income, $10,000 and above. That's Wisconsin Ag Secretary Designee Randy Romanski. For more on this developing story, go to MidwestFarmReport.com. I'm Pam Yonke. So how many of us have lived in sweatpants, socks, and hoodies for the last couple of months? I don't think I even remember what a belt is. Luckily, it's sketches for your feet. So now they're all staying safe, but starting to get out a little bit for the summer, we can keep that same comfort no matter where we go. Just head to Skechers.com, and you can see all the ultra-comfortable options Skechers has to offer. There are comfortable sandals and shoes for running, relaxing, walking, playing golf, everything you love to do under the sun, out of the sun, in the rain, in the house, whatever. And so many are machine washable out of Skechers' exclusive air-cooled memory foam. See them all right now at Skechers.com. Hang tight, Medford, as the Horns and Hoofs Challenge Professional Bull Riding and Barrel Racing presented by Gold Buckley Electric comes to the KBRR Ranch and Arena on Saturday night, July 18th. Don't miss this great opportunity to see professional bull riding and barrel racing. Rodeo Clown Fast Freddie Waltz and the world's smartest dog at the KBRR Arena located five miles west of Medford on Highway 64. Hey, it's great food, full bar, live music, and professional bull riding and barrel racing Saturday night, July 18th in Medford. You won't want to miss it. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers, but that's okay. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more info about adoption, visit AdoptUSKids.org. You see the future you want to build for yourself, your family, and your business. You see the challenges that lie ahead and what you'll need to meet them. We see new ways to help you accomplish all of that and more. We're Bremer Bank. Let's see what we can do together. Find out more at bremer.com. Make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane. They handle your residential, commercial, and agricultural needs. They're your full-service propane provider, and they offer 24-hour emergency services. If you're looking for reliability and affordability, make the switch to ProVision Partners Senex Propane and receive 50 gallons free. Check them out at ProVisionPartners.coop or call them at 1-800-944-1784. Find out how you can get 50 gallons free. Make the switch today. Some restrictions may apply. Call for details. If you need a vehicle, then you need to attend Courtesy Auto's four-day super sales event at the Boffman Trucking Lot in Holcomb. This Wednesday through Saturday only, you'll get the lowest prices, up to 0% financing, and a chance to win thousands of dollars worth of prizes. Bankers will be on hand for immediate financing of over 200 vehicles in stock that have to go. It's the annual four-day super sales event going on Wednesday through Saturday at the Boffman Trucking Lot just off Highway 27 from Courtesy Auto and Truck. Be there. For those who work in acres, not in hours, Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. 19 minutes past 5 here at Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. I've had plenty of dealings in my professional career with the organization 
known as Wisconsin Rural Partners, and they're coming together right now to pull together great amounts of information about the coronavirus recovery programs and what's all out there for as we uh, hopefully look forward to recovering uh, from this pandemic. What will a recovery in rural Wisconsin and rural America look like? Bob Bostel at the northern end of the world's longest barn. We know in the dairy industry, the fiasco, I guess, or the accounting that we have had to deal with with these class three prices, we thought we were getting better milk price wise, not happening because of some of the accounting things. So what's going to take to have a rural recovery? And uh, you found out, Josh, that uh, it's going to take a little bit. It is, Bob. That is the understatement of the day. Josh Scramlin here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And much of the focus of COVID has been on large urban populations. We always hear about right now cities like Miami and New York City and Detroit and Milwaukee. But just because there aren't millions of people in a zip code, that doesn't mean a community isn't aching. Because maybe sometimes those resources that are getting funneled to those larger cities aren't necessarily going to those rural Wisconsin towns that you mentioned. So Wisconsin's rural communities are caving in because of COVID. And that could be from hospitals to schools to small rural businesses. These places are hurting, but now there is a one-stop shop for rural leaders and residents. It finally exists. It's completely free. Steve Peterson, the manager of Wisconsin Rural Partners, is the man that put this all together. And it is just a place where you can go and essentially have any question that is possibly out there answered. So I said to Steve, look, the road to rural, rural recovery, it sounds great, but what exactly is this program that you put together? Well, with the COVID-19 uh, uh, pandemic that came through, we have per, per, almost everything was personal, just turned upside down. And we felt that we as an organization, which we, we really, really care about our rural communities and our rural farmers and, and rural small businesses, is that uh, there's so much information going on out there, uh, so many different programs, so many different incentives and mentoring and webinars and, and video conferencing and everything. We thought it was a little overwhelming for the rural communities to be able to get a grasp of what's all out there. So um, I came up with this idea of the Road to Rural Recovery and talked it over with our board of directors. And uh, I said I thought this was a great follow-up since we weren't able to hold our annual rural summit. They agreed and let me uh, create this thing. And basically it's just a one-stop shop. It's a portal uh, that uh, allows people to go to one location and can get a, a ton of information and a ton of different programs from a variety of areas. Well, it's funny because last night I was watching the news and they were saying, you know, rural America is really hurt by this. It's not just the cities. And they were acting as though it was this big revolutionary thing that they had just figured out. And people like you and I are probably sitting there saying, well, duh, right? <laughs> well, yeah, and it's amazing how some people classify rural. I mean, uh, uh, there's some pretty sizable communities that have been wrapped into that rural moniker that isn't really true. So, you know, we wanted to get part of the grassroots and, uh, and talk to these small rural communities because, to be honest with you, I don't think we've seen the bottom out yet of what this whole pandemic has done. I think there's still some things that are becoming that uh, we haven't prepared for yet uh, when it comes to how are you going to fund schools and how are you going to fund nonprofits and how are you going to do things that everyone just basically took for granted. And, and as you know, there's so many county fairs and tractor pulls and social events that uh, are not available anymore. Uh, because uh, of the COVID shutdown, there were major, major fundraisers for a lot of these nonprofits. 
Yeah, Steve, let's break it down. What are some of the biggest issues facing rural Wisconsin as we try to find our footing during the pandemic? And as you said, uh, in judging by the last couple of weeks of news, we really don't know when this is going to end. Well, I, I think the biggest struggle is what's for real and what's kind of, I don't want to say made up, but it seems like, you know, we hear rules and regs that we need to follow, but yet you'll see the other side maybe not following it uh, to the exact key. It just seems like we're still trying to get a grasp on there's so many different levels of what this whole COVID-19 is. And uh, how do you follow it up with how you want to open up your business and how you want to, you know, uh, get your community back on its feet when there's so many unknowns and you're told one thing one day, then the next day you see something else. It's such a fluid thing right now. I just don't see how anybody can understand it fully. I mean, these programs are great, but getting getting back on track, you know, to whatever normal will be now in the future, I think is going to be the biggest struggle for both rural communities, farms, uh, you know, nonprofits, everything across the board that, that uh, was a normal for rural communities. Yeah, and I think about these small businesses that are anchoring these rural communities. It's one thing for a business to reopen in a city, and they might see some foot traffic, and it's easier to get to. But just how dire of a situation are these small businesses in these rural communities finding themselves in? Well, I don't think a lot of these small businesses could ever prepare themselves just to basically shut down for weeks and weeks and weeks at end. And then uh, and then to try to figure out how to reopen and do it the right way when you've got social distancing. I might be able to only open up my business up to maybe half the people that I normally would have in my business. Plus, the general public has been home for so long, and there's some unknowns there. I, I, is your customer base going to come back, and will it come back to the level that you're going to need to try to make ends meet? You've got employees in some cases that are depending on that job. I mean, it's a really, really tough spot for these small rural businesses to be on under because they're, you know, they're on such a tight profit margin and. And to, to just shut down completely, a lot of times, how do you come back from that? Can, can you come back from that? Yeah, and I'm thinking about other barriers, uh, rural communities specifically. Broadband is one that I'm thinking of where a lot of these programs require good broadband access. Uh, what, what are other ones that I'm missing, Steve? Well, I think in the broadband case, just to touch on that first, I think this was a true litmus test. Of where are we at as a state when it comes to our broadband system? I think in some cases we might have surprised ourselves and maybe we're better than what we thought we were uh, because we did uh, manage to, to meet the need. But, you know, I think another thing it showed, you know what, with these providers that maybe weren't going to be putting up the funds to go and put that fiber optic in or to just upgrade the broadband system they have may now have a whole different way of looking at things because I got a feeling we're going to be seeing in the future a lot more at home work, a lot more uh, remote uh, uh, employees. And, uh, and broadband's going to have to be a big, big part of that. And I think these providers are going to see that they gotta, they've got to give that system uh, in place for us to do that on. I think the other things, too, is, uh, is how, how is your rural uh, small businesses going to be looked at and shaped in the future? Uh, are you going to be more of a niche where you, you're not going to have a broad base of a lot of different product lines? Maybe you're only going to have, uh, you know, a certain line of this and a certain line of that. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I think housing is going to be another big key because are people going to be able to keep their homes? And if they are, are they going to have revenue maybe to keep those homes up? Or if you're a renter, are you going to be able to keep paying rent? Uh, uh, you know, I think the housing is going to be an issue for these small rural communities, too. 
Steve Peterson, the manager of Wisconsin Rural Partners, is along with us right now. Uh, so, Steve, let's bring it back to what we're here to talk about, this road to rural recovery. So taking everything that we just uh, touched on, where does this new program and this new one-stop shop, as you put it, come into play? Well, we put it on multiple platforms. We put it on our website at wiruralpartners.org. Uh, this is basically a spinoff uh, because we couldn't hold our rural summit that we normally have each year. And uh, we felt that this was a system that needed to be put in place to help our rural uh, communities, uh, help our small rural businesses, but also to help our partners. We rely a lot on funding from partners uh, that, have, uh, that step up each year and also sponsors of our summit. So we wanted to find a way to add value there, too. But the big thing is, is that this is a place that you could go and you can basically find different programs that best fit your needs. And it might not be just for a, a business loan from SBA. Uh, it could be just the guidelines that you need to follow to be COVID compliant that WEDC put out, which was a great uh, format for all the different uh, guidelines that should be followed. But it- and again... That's the Wisconsin Rural Partners, Steve Peterson, with great information being pulled together about the recovery in Wisconsin. And we're recovering here this morning in time to get to talk with Travis Parr over at Premier Livestock. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Scott. How's everything with you? Great. Another tough morning to roll out of bed with the nice, cool temperatures, but I guess that's going to change, but we'll take it while we got it, eh? That's right. Take it while you can. Yep. Hey, what do you have coming up for sales? What's going on at the barn? All right. We can tell everyone about that. Good morning, everybody. This is the way livestock sold uh, sold this week here at Premier Livestock. Uh, we'll start out with our cow-cow market. Uh, them high-yielding cows this week, trading mostly from 59 to 69. We did have a top cow bring, $74. Most of our market cows are bringing from 48 to 58. And them low-yielding cows trading from 47 and down. Uh, certified organic cows this week, high-yielding cows, 70 to 87. Low-yielding cows, 70 and down. Uh, fed cattle market remained steady all week. Um, high cho- uh, choice and prime Holstein steers, 86 to 90. We did the t- uh, top at 93.50. With them low choice and select Holstein steers, 78 to 85. Our choice beef steers and heifers this week trading from 80, uh, 89 up to 98. And then low choice and select beef steers and heifers from 88 and down. Our choice dairy uh, beef and cross steers, uh, 84 to 91. With them underfinished uh, and mixed grading cattle. 80 and down. Bull market remains strong. High yielding bulls, uh, 85 all the way to 98. We did top at 105 so far this week. Our planter quality bulls trading 84 and down. The baby calf market, most of the bull calves this week trading from uh, 90 up to 155. Uh, Holstein heifer calves, single birth, 40 to 120 per head. Our quality beef calves remain strong, 125 to 275 per head. And then lighten off quality calves trading from $20 per head and down. Uh, dairy sale yesterday, we had an organic and uh, colored breed sale. Uh, the top uh, milk cows yesterday, 15 up to 1,800. Them lower quality dairy cows uh, trading from uh, kind of oh, from nine to nine to 1,400 with um, with a very low quality 950 and down. Our top quality spring and heifers uh, a little bit more demand on them heifers again this week, um, 12 up to 1,800. Our common spring heifers from seven to 1,200, and them Holstein shortbred heifers from 550 up to 1,100. With our open heifers, three to five hundred pounds from two twenty-five to five hundred, and uh, the five to seven hundred pounders, three seventy-five to seven hundred, and Holstein heifers from seven hundred to eight hundred and fifty pounds, mostly trading from four hundred and seventy-five up to nine hundred dollars per head. 
Uh, looking ahead tomorrow here at the sale, uh, sale barn looks like a pretty big deal here, the way it's turning out to be. Um, got the, the complete herd dispersal of 125 uh, milk cows uh, coming in for tomorrow's sale. We also still have them uh, 50 uh, Hol uh, Holstein heifers bred kind of two to eight months, all one complete dispersal AI sired, AI bred. And then we did uh, just consign another um, semi-load of uh, springing heifers coming in, uh, supposed to be reputation that kind. Um, you'll want to make sure you're here for, for them heifers. Got 38 of them heifers. Um, the guy is going to send in uh, for tomorrow's sale on that, plus our normal run of monthly heifers. So looks like a huge day here for um, for the dairy heifer sale and uh, going to sell a herd of cows uh, all here tomorrow. We'll start at 11 a.m. and get that rolling, so make sure you're on time because uh, a lot to do there tomorrow. And then the machinery sale once again. Uh, August 7th. Uh, if you got machinery, please give us a call at the barn. We'll get it advertised for you. And uh, if you have any questions, please give us a call, 715-229-2500. And that's the way she's going to finish up for this week. And uh, we'll get the sale tomorrow. Maybe tell you a little about that heifer sale on Monday. All right. And as it warms up here again, stay cool, Travis. As we'll try, Scott. Thank and, you very much. And I know you will. You always are. <laughs> yes, sir. We'll talk to you Monday. That's Travis Parr over at Premier Livestock at Withy. We saved big money with our progressive home and auto bundle and used the cash to take a family vacation. To Hawaii. Who's up for a luau? Yeah. This is not a real testimonial. Sure, customers can save big money with Progressive, but not enough to go to Hawaii. They'll probably use it for things like the mortgage and groceries, or even a travel magazine, so at least they can see pictures of Hawaii. Aloha! <laughs> Yes, say hello to those beautiful Hawaiian beaches in that magazine. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. See more and do more in a new 300-series compact track loader from New Holland. Its industry-leading 360-degree visibility is truly something to see at Baraboo Implement. Stop in and take one for a test drive. With its reverse camera and 8-inch multifunction LCD display, super boom lift technology, rock-solid stability, and redesigned controls, you work with greater speed, safety, and precision. Stop by Baraboo Implement in Rice Lake and St. Croix Falls today and see how a new 300-series compact track loader helps you do more the crack of dawn never sounded so good wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report 27 minutes before six here at wax 104.5 in the midwest farm report let's have a glance at some of the state and local news wisconsin governor tony evers said parents should expect to send their children back to school this fall but said there are concerns about going back to school during the coronavirus. He said most schools in the state should be open by September 1st. However, he said the decision about what that new school year will look like is up to local schools. And here in Eau Claire, the Eau Claire School Board is set to talk about a phased-in start to the school year. Tonight. Uh, starting uh, on Monday, they're going to be talking about that. The idea is to start with online learning from home, then slowly bringing children back into classrooms when the district's or cities and county's public health department says it's safe. Uh, there's no guessing on when that will be or how that phased-in school year will look. Superintendent Michael Johnson said the goal is safety for the students. The latest numbers from the State Department of Health Services shows Wisconsin's positive test rate is for coronavirus is just below 6%. It's fought, that rate has fallen steadily since Sunday. The DHS reported 821 Positive test yesterday. 295 people are in the hospital and 88 of them are in ICU because of the virus. 
and there'll be no fans allowed. That's the word from the Green Bay Packers as they prepare for training camp and this season. Fans won't be allowed at training camp practices. There won't Packer family night as well as home preseason games. The team says family night will stay in place at Lambeau Field, but will only be televised for fans statewide. And training camp means hot weather always, and uh, Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13 hopefully can tell us about exactly how hot it's going to be. Yeah, it's uh, not today so much. In fact, it's uh, pretty chilly this morning. We've uh, had some upper 40s to the east. We're in the low 50s in the uh, Chippewa Valley generally. However, we are seeing that fog. In fact, dense fog advisory in effect until 8 o'clock for counties just to the east of Eau Claire and just to the south of Eau Claire. That's in effect until 8 o'clock this morning as we've had some visibilities getting close to zero, especially in those valleys. So you might not encounter it in the city, but as you get closer to some of those valleys, you'll run into that fog, and it could get fairly thick quickly this morning. But high pressure and control over weather should burn that uh, fog out pretty quickly. Should see a mostly sunny sky. It will be warmer, but still not too humid today as we get up to 85. A mostly clear sky tonight. There could be a couple of showers or storms that uh, fire up to the north as a weak trough moves in this evening. Otherwise, it will be warmer as we get down to 65. Tomorrow, partly sunny. A slight chance for a shower or thunderstorm in the afternoon. It's going to be more humid, a high of 88. And then it's going to turn hot on Saturday with partly cloudy skies and a chance for showers and storms. I have 92. Right now, with some of the fog in the Eau Claire area, currently we're sitting at 53 degrees. I'm Sky 13 meteorologist Kelly Slifka. Kelly, keep bringing those sleeping nights for me, wouldn't you? Well, we, this morning, definitely chilly. I think t- tomorrow morning's going to be a little bit warmer. <laughs> I don't mind it. Thank you, Kelly. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Kelly Slifko over at Skywarn 13. Right now, health is in every headline. But are we actually taking care of ourselves? At Advent Health, we're making sure you can safely check in with a medical professional, schedule an appointment with your primary care provider, or book a virtual visit right from your home. We're taking every safety precaution so you have easy access to care. There's never been a more important time to take care of your whole health. It's time to check in. Download the Advent Health app or visit adventhealthdurand.com. Mid-State Pullers of Wisconsin want to see you in Ladysmith. Saturday night, the 18th, the truck and tractor pulls are on at the Russ County Fairgrounds. With so many pulls canceled this summer, this is a night you can't miss. You want to take part? It's $25 to enter and registration starts at 4. If you just want to watch, the polls start at 6 and admission's only 8 bucks. 10 and under are free. Have a look at the Mid-State Pullers of Wisconsin's Facebook page for more and see you Saturday the 18th, the Russ County Fairgrounds in Ladysmith. I've always wanted to learn another language, but every time I try, it never sticks. So I decided to give Babbel a try, and I really like the teaching method of the app. I started with the beginner lesson on Babbel, and it starts with simple words and phrases, and soon you're putting those words into a conversation. Each lesson takes about 10 to 15 minutes, and they're all really different, which keeps things interesting. The app is really smart. It actually keeps track of the words I'm struggling with so I can practice them and get better. I chose Babbel because it was created by real language teachers. They built it around real life, how people actually communicate, and what they care about. I can't wait to use my new language skills in the real world. Dos cervezas, por favor. (laughs) With Babbel, get conversational in Spanish, French, German, and more. It just takes 10 to 15 minutes a day. Now try Babbel free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com, B-A-B-B-E-L.com. 
Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zambroda, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years, so you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zambroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professional at Central Livestock. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. A comfortable 53 degrees here in Eau Claire as we make the turn on that barn alley and head towards the milk house with the morning chores at Wax 104.5. Let's go over to the Barron Equity Barn to hear the latest report from Casey. Just a reminder, we'll be having a special sheep and goat sale this Saturday, July 18th at 10 a.m. For today's sale, high-yielding choice Holstein steers went from 89 to 93.25. Choice Holstein steers sold from 83.75 to 87.50, and unfinished steers and heifers sold from 80 and down. Cull cows today we topped out at 71.50, with the top 20% selling from 52 to 69. 60% sold from 35.50 to 50, and the bottom 20% was selling from 35 and down. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from fifty to one hundred and seventeen fifty. We topped out at one twenty two fifty. Quality Holstein heifer calves sold from twenty and down, and light and poor quality calves sold from forty five and down. If you have any questions about today's sale or the upcoming sheep and goat sale, please contact Al at six zero eight four seven seven five eight two five. Thank you and have a good day. R.J. Jarowski Construction of Whitehall has been literally and figuratively helping build area communities for nearly 50 years, and they're proud to work hand-in-hand with city and school leaders across Wisconsin to build a brighter future. City, educational, and medical leaders can rest assured their projects will be handled with the utmost care and professionalism with R.J. Jarowski Construction. Concrete and